Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we are obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest. Brand Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, my witchy poo. How are you this fine day? <laughs> Hello, my elf. How are you? <laughs> you know, I'm fantastic. I'm getting quite a tan these days being sheltering in place. Last year, my tan was my unemployment tan, and now it is uh, my COVID tan. But either way, it's still like a really fabulous tan that I have. Um, So today is actually our second episode on aliens. (laughs) Aliens among us. Um, However... Our listeners are probably like, wait, your second episode? I didn't, did I I miss didn't hear something? the, yeah, did I miss something? Did I, did I hear that right? You heard that right. You just didn't hear the first one because I'm convinced that an alien came in and captured your side of the recording, my witchy poo, and whisked it away because poof. it, it poof, because it disappeared. <laughs> so the reason why nobody's heard it is because we only have half of it that exists, which is my half. And which so is course, the best half. <laughs> not true. <laughs> which, of course, like you're such a bright light in the world, you know, that they're all coming for you. <laughs> Me, I'm more like, you know, I kind of look like a cavity or something. Like I got stuff <laughs> and they're like, talking? and they're like, you're not as bright as that one. So we're going to leave your shit alone. <laughs> that other one, she could really hurt our cause. I'm not the hurting fun- any. I'm not hurting but, any causes over here. But this is the funny thing to me is that because I did send in a track that was my track, but it ended up being my track when we recorded on stuff they don't want you to know. <gasps> the aliens that was want the you track, to know, right? They, uh, right? Isn't that what the a message thing? they just sent you? Which is I this know, is stuff that they don't. I don't want you them to know. <laughs> they ended up sending the conspiracies, you know. Podcast. Oh, that's God, that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I need to tell Ben. He'll get a kick out of that. That's a, totally. <laughs> ben Bolin, we're coming after you, baby. So, 
So, <laughs> but, you know, because we kind of swim on this side and the other side, when we also have trained ourselves, and you've actually trained me, when things happen, you look at them and say, huh, why is this going on? So What's obviously on? they don't want you to know. But I'll tell you what's really fascinating because it's no secret we record our episodes in advance and sometimes further in advance than others. But this episode, the alien episode, was actually supposed to drop this last week of April. And I know I'm dating ourselves and I get in trouble for putting a date in these things. But what's important about this is our episode was literally dropping the day that the Pentagon released UFO videos. So cool. <laughs> right? I mean, you can go scroll through and you see the New York Times. Their headline is Pentagon releases UFO videos. Don't hold your breath for a breakthrough. Okay. They're a little negative. And then another one from the uh, Washington Post says these UFO videos came at the perfect time, which I totally get that, <laughs> right? COVID. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Maybe they're coming to save us. <laughs> right. Or let's stop looking at ourselves and look at something else so we can distract ourselves. And then uh, New York Post, which is owned by the Murdochs my former work family. I was once related to them through work. And we don't always love our relatives. But the New York Post <laughs> says, Trump calls military UFO footage a hell of a video. So that was the day we were supposed <laughs> to release our alien episode. So I'm going to take this as we were actually supposed to talk about it after they released these videos. Nice. So nice. it's of more interest to folks. So that is what I take our meaning to be because, you know, we're always looking for meaning and why things happen. So right now, that's my meaning. How do you I like, like that? Do you I like, like that? it a lot. I like um, it a lot. <laughs> totally encourage people to go watch these videos because you can hear the pilot's voice and what they're saying as they are watching and they're doing their very pilot. Um, scientific mathematical thing, which they're saying it's going at 120 miles per hour against the wind, right? They're like, like they're getting into their calculus and how something is improbable, right? Well, they're also Other saying, than what is that man? What is that? Uh, what is that man? <laughs> Let's call Julian Brenda. <laughs> they edited that part out. Did they? <laughs> Fuckers, man! I need to call the Air Force. Um, so we are calling this episode, and we called it this before, but it's even more appropriate now. But we've called it, as you said, "Aliens Among Us," because you know, one of the conversations you know, we've had so many conversations throughout our time together that one of my favorite ones that that we had when you said. You know, there are two existential, I can't say that word, say that word existential for everyone. Existential? Yes, because it sounds better when you say it. Um, (laughs) The two existential, fuck, questions, thanks, that, um, I can't say burglar either, that, um, (laughs) that we ask ourselves are, where do we come from and are we alone? And so this is to have that discussion of, are we alone in the universe? Well, where do we come from? Why are we here? And where do we, we come from? Why are we here? Oh, I thought that another one was, are we alone? We're going to say that no, that's no, another one? No, no, it's the third. Right? Oh, it's the so, third. Okay, so there's three, not two. Right. Fine. <laughs> Already correcting me, and we're like within seconds of starting this damn thing like for the second time. Um, because your it's a, it's recording was hijacked. Seconds. <laughs> because yours was hijacked. But I do think that, I mean, it's a question that we've all asked, you know, are we alone? And so many people have also asked that of themselves and of others. So, you know, listen, I'm a believer. I don't know if I'm an expert. I mean, I did have a gray alien in my backyard, a gray alien in my backyard. 
it's totally checking my shit out. <laughs> so I don't know if that, <laughs> Is that makes me an expert. In your book? I don't remember. I know I've seen the picture. But yeah, that picture. Yes, and I have a photograph of a gray alien. Yes, yeah. it is. It is in my book. I actually have several. I, I only so. put one in there. And I, I have to tell you, when I was, because uh, we all know that I I have ADD and OCD, and part of my OCD is I had had to look at every single picture. I had to zoom in, zoom out, and where I found this guy was in such an interesting photograph. Like it just anybody looking at me, like whatever, and they'd pass by it. But because I'm like a photograph investigator, I guess I'm a ghost <laughs> investigator of photographs. That I saw him and the big eyes, the weird roundish head. I mean, it was insane. I don't know if I'm an expert, but I have encountered. Uh, many other people have also encountered. Have you encountered an alien, my witchy poo? Other than stealing your recording? <laughs> um, I can't think of a time. A time that you've seen. Have you ever seen an alien? Other than yeah. your nephew? Other than my nephew. <laughs> That is one of my favorite stories. I'll yeah, so quick, before we get going, I think you got to tell everybody that now. Like, let's just get the fun because this is also one of my favorite. My This is actually my second favorite. My favorite Brenda story is when you were supposed no, to no, FedEx no, me. Don't tell that one. Yeah, don't I'm tell telling everybody. <laughs> I'm telling everybody right now. You're supposed to FedEx me something and you FedExed yourself. You sent it to yourself. <laughs> I don't know if you just needed a package to open, what the fuck was going on in your world, but you FedExed a package that was meant for me to you. So my second favorite is your nephew's story. I was going fast, and I'm a little dyslexic, and I put the sender receiver backwards. That was amazing. <laughs> and the thing is, I was FedExing it to you because you needed it for something. You're I like, did oh, need it. That? I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, row, row. It just came back to me. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was amazing. Okay, I totally outed you. You're welcome. But the second story is, so first of all, you know, my experience with UFOs is that when I was a kid, like we grew up in, you know, in the outer edges in Wisconsin, which means that there's, there wasn't a lot of ambient light. And so we would lay in the yard in the backyard at night and look for UFOs. Like, you know, with me and my brother, we would just play around and, you know, watch. And of course we'd see shooting stars in the Milky Way. And, you know, it was, it was great fun. It was great play. And then, you know, cause when you're kids, you are freer with your imagination. Right. And Anything's so we, possible when you're a kid. Right. And of course, so we just knew that of yeah. course there were UFOs. And then when we got older, there was a, a book out there. It's an old book called The Interrupted Journey the story of Betty and Barney Hill. And so it was this story of people who were driving, and I don't remember where they were driving or whatever. But, but of course for fun, let's say Wisconsin. Let's say they were actually <laughs> your neighbors. Let's say it was, I, just for fun. I, okay, but we can say Wisconsin, but I think it was in the Upper East, I think. Okay. Um, someone will tell, one of our listeners will know. Because again, aliens, is not really in my lane. <laughs> but, it's not your jam, other yeah, than stealing your shit. My, but this story was incredible in how they lost time and, you know, this and that, and then spent years having these flashbacks, having nightmares, having this and that, and, that, and then wrote this book, The Interrupted Journey. So if you are someone who is interested in aliens, definitely check out this, one of the original stories that was out there in a big way. And so, you know, having that story as fodder, we would, would search for UFOs all the time. <laughs> so that was, well, it might not be your jam, but it was enough in your thoughts that you actually thought there was an alien at one point. Yes. So, like I said, it's not my jam. It's not something I spend a lot of time with. It's not, I, I don't have an abduction, this or that and the other. And one time when <laughs> I was in, um, my beloved and I were recruited to 
babysit my nieces and nephew outside of Minneapolis in January. So, yeah, you know, I'm a big pushover if I said yes to that assignment. <laughs> Good <know>? grief. <laughs> I know. It was I'm so surprised cold. you didn't see the abominable snowman. And yeah, well, that would have been not a shock at all. But <laughs> so, so uh, I'm asleep and I've been traveling a great deal. And so you know what it's like when you're sleeping in a, a bed that's not yours, right? It's just a strange bed and this and that and the other. And so my nephew, who was probably seven, maybe six, maybe seven. And, you know, so a, a small person <laughs> woke me up in the middle of the night saying in this, this sleepy voice, and Brenda. And then I'm like, what, where am I? You know, like I didn't, I was, I was disoriented and I see, and his hair must've been standing up a little bit, you know? So I see this outline of this small being with kind of pointy head and I like levitated. I jumped so high, you know, just parallel to the bed. Like my first conscious thought was it's an alien. (laughs) Well, honestly, to me, children are aliens. So that actually makes a whole lot of sense. I don't even know what I was dreaming, but it was just the strangest thing. And then immediately I just collapsed into laughter and he's like, I lost my covers, you know? That's my first thought. Can you imagine? Your first awakening thought is, it's an alien. (laughs) (laughs) And it's your nephew. (laughs) So obviously... I mean, it's it's in your orbit somewhere because you you thought of that, and I think it's in a lot of other people's orbits. So you know, I'm a bit. We of, get lots of questions about. We them. get so many questions about it, yeah. um, and questions of different types of aliens that I've never even heard of, um, which we're not going to address that today because we d- I just don't know. Like, there's like genres of them, breeds of them. I don't know, um, <laughs> but I did do some nerdy research just because I wanted to level set this for everyone, and we are going to discuss that. Your nerdy research, that is your lane, (laughs) when we come right back. (laughs) Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Everybody, welcome back. 
All right. So I'm going to nerd out on you guys for just a minute. So I dug around and found some interesting statistics. So, and there's a newsweek.com poll. I don't even know if newsweek is still in business, but (laughs) there was a newsweek.com poll that well over half of our population believe, and in quotes, there's something out there. So, AKA aliens. In the study, a majority of the believers, interestingly, are men. Actually, not interestingly. I'm not surprised because in my former motion picture days that our movies that were more alien-oriented would attract more men. So I'm actually not surprised by that. So it does make sense. Now, what's interesting is that when they're asked, do they think that there are aliens on this planet, that number goes from half to like mid-teens. So they want to believe they're out there but they're not here. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't want to believe that? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the fact to know that they're here. But um, and, but I get it know, scary. It is scary. And just like your backyard, I guarantee that there are aliens checking all of us out in some way, shape, or form, whether it's through a remote beam or right in front of you. Because there are definitely characteristics that we hear about, you know, that show up on a regular basis that can't be explained in our three-dimensional human embodiment. Right. So it's naive and hopeful, I think, (laughs) to think they're not here. Yeah. I mean, it's because it's one of our existential, oh, I said it right. One of our existential (laughs) questions. If I say it fast, it sounds like it's correct. Um, Because it's one of our three big existential questions, see, I'm just now, I'm just showing off, um, is... (laughs) Of course, it's scary because it is in that same camp of where did we come from, right? And to actually think that something so foreign, so alien, I mean, think about it. When we talk about people that, you know, cross a border, we call them aliens. And they do that in in all countries. They, Mm -hmm. it's like there's a line for aliens, right? And Mm -hmm. of course, the first time I saw that, I was looking for little green men. Um, Because I didn't get it. I was young. You're Uh, such a product of Hollywood. Such a product of Hollywood. Aren't I? Sometimes I am. So it makes sense why it is kind of a scary thing. Now, there is a naivete, I think, to it. And I think the meat of what we want to talk about are some of those characteristics, because I think you've experienced it. I've experienced it. So why don't you tell us what you see when you see aliens in human bodies? I don't know if I said that right. (laughs) (laughs) So people do expect, you know, that gray skin or the green skin or, you know, that's what they think they're going to see when they see an alien or a spaceship behind them, you know, or, or Reese's Pieces, I don't you know, something. Oh my God, look at you being all culture I'm so proud just now. I want to take a moment. <laughs> just take a bow. Yeah, that was nice. You actually knew okay, it has to be a 30-year-old movie. movie, but yeah. It does, but you still did it, so I'm, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. But my point is that aliens can embody and take the form of human beings. And that is what people don't expect. And they still have experiences with people where they're like, something's odd about that person. Did you notice? (laughs) And one of the things you'll notice is the inability to connect in a sort of bantering back and forth kind of humorous way. Beings that have some sort of alien influence, it doesn't have to be 100% 
you know, it can be an influence under the influence of, or, you know, I don't know how it gets mixed up in a petri dish. Okay, so wait, know. is that like a, dr- it, can you be pulled over for being under the influence of an alien? <laughs> like you can now, al- like you can alcohol? Because that's kind of cool. <laughs> it is not like that. It's not? <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's funny. Um, but good one. Um, so there's a, there's a timing thing when you're talking to someone who has that alien energy about them. I was in a workshop once and it was a matrix energetics workshop with Richard Bartlett, who's a, just a mad scientist. He's brilliant in so many ways and, and just zany, totally, totally zany. So call it, there's 200 people in this event and it's one of those rooms that has three sections. And so I'm in the far right section and then there's a middle section and a far left section. And we're there with a girlfriend and I'm watching the crowd engage with Dr. Bartlett, who is funny and, you know, really bring in his game and sharing a lot of stuff with us, some wild stuff like, whoa, multidimensional stuff you can barely put in your brain. And I lean over to my friend and I go, hey, check out section one over there in the first, in the first three rows. <laughs> and, and she says, oh my God, what do you think's going on over there? And literally it was the first three rows of these beings, the humans, they had human form lined up, but they weren't laughing. They weren't taking any notes. They were still just sitting there still as could be like little soldiers. She goes, what do you think's going on over there? I'm like, I think they're aliens. And she's like, oh, they're totally aliens. Because <laughs> everyone hilarious. else is laughing and engaging and taking notes. And, you know, these guys were like little robots. It was so Oh, freaky. it was like they were from Finland. They were finished. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done business with people in Finland. I love the Finns. But they were the same way. Like, no response, no nothing. I wonder if the whole country of Finland is aliens. Maybe they were Finnish. I never asked them. <laughs> they could have been Finnish. Trust they me, could. they were not Finnish. <laughs> no, well, I will tell you, I in a previous life of mine, I went to Finland a lot, to Helsinki. And you know me. I like to joke and engage people and whatever. Really? These, yeah, shush. <laughs> So these, so these guys, they like, they gave me no slack whatsoever. Not until I asked them if they watched South Park and somehow that turned everything around. So (laughs) if anybody does business with Finns and you're having a hard time, pull out the South Park card. So I actually met a guy um, in L.A. That, in fact, I called you about him. I said, I think this guy's an alien. You're like, okay, well, tell me about it. And I go, well, he is fearless. He also thinks he's smarter than everybody else, and I think actually oh, yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's so smart to where it's like his mission was to find loopholes in things. And the fearlessness is also really crazy because he actually – he helped a lot of underprivileged kids. And there was one kid that – and I think I've actually talked about this. There's one kid that um, was being taken over, like a demonic kind of takeover thing. Possession. Possession. A demonic takeover thing is technically a possession. (laughs) And and so into my story, I can't even use the right words, that he confronted, like the kid, you know, says in that weird voice, you know, when they do that scary voice. And during a possession, if anybody's ever seen those movies, you'll know what I mean. And <laughs> so just so you know, that doesn't only happen in movies. That's <laughs> no, but if you know, if you haven't experienced it, you know. But anyway, so he, I'll eventually spit this out, but he says to this, this possessed, he said, uh, no, you can't have him. No, 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 no. He's no, no, no. You get out of there, da, 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 da. and the, the the demon said back to him, he's mine. And my friend was like, no, he's not. He's mine. Like he was so. 
and had no experience. Because I asked him, have you ever done this before? He's like, no. I'm like, okay. So then you said to me, you're like, do you have any Moldavite? I go, yeah. You said, put Moldavite in his hand and tell me what his response. So Moldavite, to those that are unaware of this really great gem that sends my witchy poo like into outer space, it's a green stone that is from Czechoslovakia. And it is a combination of an asteroid and earth rock that when the asteroid hit the earth, it melted the rock around it and it created this like kind of green glassy. Yeah, well, for you, it's kryptonite. Um, So it's part earth, part outer space. Like legitimately it is. So with most people, you put it in your hand and it, for people like Brenda, it blows your head off. Some people get like a rapid heart rate. They can feel the vibe because it holds a really high vibration. And people like you, Bren, who already live in a very high vibrational orbit, of course, it's well, going to blow your head off. It's a foreign vibration. It's a foreign vibration. Yes, right? it is. It's not, it's not, a, it's a fast vibration, which isn't necessarily high, but it's a foreign vibration. That's, you know what? You're absolutely right. It is. Yeah. It makes me sweat. Yeah. When I hold it. Well, you're uh, so much earth energy. Right? I'm so earthy. Yeah. Right. I'm super, yeah. I'm not an alien. Actually, no. <laughs> so no. so I put it. You are not Paul's. nearly tall enough to be an alien. I'm idea. not. No, I'm short and fat, and they don't really. You, this, you don't fat. see a lot of this. You if I were not. gray, I would be that. Maybe I'm related to that gray alien. Okay. So anyway, I put it in Paul's hand, and he was like, "Oh, this is so nice." And I go, <laughs> "It is." He's like, "Yeah, this is so nice." And I go, well, "What? What do you mean?" He's like, I, "You know, you know, just kind of. It's very comfortable. It feels like water to me." Yeah. And I remember I called you back and I'm like, he's totally an alien, Brenda. He's totally, <laughs> he's totally an alien because he actually, and you, in what you said to me, I remember it's weird. I remember nothing in life, but I remember so much <laughs> of what you say. It's weird. I think I said to you, I go, it's like he was home. Yeah. And then, so it felt like home to him. It felt like home to him. Yeah. Right. So he was a 12 I bet he's, he's, they're never that comfortable here. Like when he held no. it, he's like, oh, that feels nice. Right. No, it, right. I think he felt, yes, take yeah. me home. So here's also what's funny. And I don't recommend anybody do this at home, but I actually said something to my friend Paul about it. And I said, <laughs> so Paul, I just have a feeling about something. And so we have this funny conversation. And I said, I kind of think you're an alien. He goes, oh my God, finally that. He goes, that makes sense. I go, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, okay. He said, like, you know, my wife has been telling me since we met that I was an alien. So now I actually tell her I am an alien. <laughs> I'm like, that's some kick-ass self-awareness. A way to be of service, my alpha. Right? <laughs> I, I might have saved a marriage. And we'll have more stories and <laughs> aliens among us when we come right back. <laughs> Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, everybody, we are back. Now, being back, what we want to do now is we want the old witchy poo to give us a list of all the things (laughs) to look for and an alien in a human suit. Now, again... Do not recommend you do this by yourself, because if you do know one, or if you're one yourself, well, you can confront yourself, but be careful about telling somebody they're an alien. Go ahead. It by is not recommended. It is not recommended. But as you move through life, and you know, even listening to this podcast, you will have more eyes to see and discern. So you can just be curious. Hmm, I wonder, because that energy feels a little different to me. And so you can just run this list. Are they unusually tall? And this, this isn't a ha- they don't have to check all the boxes, but just notice if they check a number of them. First of all, does something just feel a little off or the timing's off uh, as you connect with them? Is it a low sense of humor, not a lot of bantering back and forth? And are they a little um, judgmental in like, oh, I can do better, <laughs> a little arrogant? And they're not wrong because they look at the world so differently and they're not distracted by earthly feelings, emotions, yeah, things emotions, like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they get they in the just, way. If you're an yeah. alien, you're like, no, 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 no. Those are silly. Not as concerned about that. They're just not as concerned about that. And they like to look for loopholes or ways around things that we would go, well, we don't do that because we don't walk against the cross lights or something like that. And they'd be like, we don't care about that. <laughs> I'm not concerned about that at all. That's not even on my radar screen. Their ability to discern physical or emotional pain is much lower than ours. That's so, what happened. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's no. what happened. It was interesting because that was one of the tips that when I knew Paul, he'd had a giant cut on his leg. And I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I don't feel it. I was like, oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's like, oh, gosh, that's an intense bruise. How'd you get that? I don't know. Didn't even notice it. I'd be whining and crying and saying, take me to like the dock in the box. I'm going to die. They're going to have to take off my leg. I'm so I need some painkillers. I need to. Right. Right. Give me something good so I can go nap it off. Yeah. That's that's just like they're kind of annoyed by that in general. And emotional discomfort too, which is why, you know, we'll use humor to diffuse anything that's intense and they they A, don't need it and B, they don't care. (laughs) So they, they they can just be really intense or sometimes they can feel like they're cutting across your emotional boundaries like hey wait that's you're coming really coming at me and it doesn't mean that what they're talking about isn't real it's just it's like whoa kind of there's an intensity to it they also don't require a lot of sleep so that's they might sleep maybe three four hours a night because again their system runs differently and drop them a piece of moldavite see if it feels like it yeah no seriously that was like (laughs) such a good one and so when i memorialized my relationship with paul i actually commissioned to get a crystal alien skull carved for him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Out of Moldavite? It was not Moldavite. Um, No, it was actually quartz with uh, black tourmaline in in it. um, Because I figured he probably needed a little protection because he was a reckless motherfucker. Yeah, because they don't notice. They They don't don't know. They they don't notice when they go off the range. No, I was there to serve. You know, it was early in my my journey, but I knew I needed to do something. (laughs) I'm glad he was there for you and you were there for him. (laughs) 
But really, to me, their superpower is that they can disappear. Nice. They can go into another realm. Like you can be talking to someone, turn around, be talking to someone else, turn back around to talk to them again, and they are gone. Okay, or you can do that too, by the way. You've well, done that to me so many times, and it pisses me off every single time. That's something that's different. <laughs> You've disappeared. Where the fuck she go? <laughs> that, that, that's another topic. I'm not alien. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now, so I want to do like a little a right-hand turn. If okay. you feel, are you comfortable with I'm, your I'm list? Okay, you go. So a little right-hand turn of something that I think is super fascinating that I did not really even know about, hear about, understand until recently. And it's this idea of walk-ins. Because I actually have a new friend that is a walk-in. <laughs> I and I laugh when I say that because I'm like, what are these words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> you have the most interesting friends in such a broad spectrum. I love it. <laughs> Don't I? It's like crazy. It's like, yeah, I got an alien friend over here. I got a walk-in over there. What's so funny is like they, they just keep parading him in front of you. She just needs to learn all about this and she'll get a kick out of this. Why don't we just just keep showing her stuff? Oh, right. they, awesome. That's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they just what all show me shit. They just, I get the spectrum of everything because they're like, yeah, we won't scare her. Yeah. <laughs> True. And she'll you do talk not about scare it. easily. I do not scare easily <laughs> at all. So yeah, so I have a new friend that's a walk-in. And the funny thing is, is like she I have a new was, friend that's a walk-in. I do. She was super afraid that when she told me her truth, that she would run me off. Because she's like, oh, I'm going to say something and da-da-da-da. I'm like, why? Just spit it the fuck out. And I'm full of fucks today. So I apologize if anybody's offended by my language. But today's fuck day. I've said it three or four times already. And um, Now five. Now five. <laughs> hey, at least it's not naked day. Because I used to do that back in the 90s. So... <laughs> And you're welcome for today not being naked day because you're the only one who can see me. So she's all afraid and she's like, you know, dancing around. And then she, I'm like, spit it out. And so she tells me, she's like, well, when, you know, my other inhabitant, you know, uh-huh. wanted to leave, wanted, you know, because she had been shot and was injured and blah, 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 and wanted to leave. And she's like, so I slid in. I'm like, that's badass. She goes, I never thought that that would be the response I would get. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, but that's badass, man. It's like you skipped the line. Like you went to Disneyland and you skipped. How great is that? You got the fast pass. Well, that does come with consequences. Well, it does. So why don't we tell everybody, you do a better job of this. Will you please tell everybody what a walk-in is? Because I just went through my excited moment of it (laughs) and talked about Disneyland and all that shit. Why don't you actually tell everybody what a walk-in actually is? So a walk-in is when we incarnate, our soul gets assigned a physical vehicle or our body. <laughs> right, that's what happens. Physical vi- I would like to be a Jeep Grand Cherokee next time I come back. <laughs> Not me and go be a Tesla. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I want to be so, a pickup truck. I want a Ram truck. There, top that. <laughs> so you get assigned your physical body. And then as you move through life, there's all kinds of things that can happen to challenge your physical body. It can be emotional trauma. It can be physical trauma. It can be spiritual trauma. It can be mental trauma. Things that will make that have a break with your attachment to your physical vehicle that you were assigned. And you can like break your lease and turn it in. <laughs> oh my God, that's say, such a great way to say it. I love that. And say, You're like, hey, I'm out, I, I'm moving out. I don't need exactly. my deposit back. I'm gone. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Go ahead, find me. I don't <laughs> Keep care. the deposit, Poof. man. <laughs> Poof, I'm out of here. So there's things that you can negotiate karmically, right? Because there's karmic implications. Please see karmic episode. <laughs> it's called karmic chameleon. Thank you. 
And from that, oftentimes the body will just die, right? So the body will give way and the separation of the silver cord and all that. And other times there will be a negotiation where spirit will say, we'll cut the line and say, hey, I'll take over from here. When this shows up, we have situations where people will all of a sudden wake up and having lived a vegetarian life for 20 years, say, I need me a burger, <laughs> you know, like they'll, they just come in, they have different uh, wants, different desires, different expressions, different interests, different skills, and diff- and their relationships suffer because they have no memory of them. And so we're talking about walk-ins, which can feel like aliens. That's why it landed in this episode. And I think you have a story about this um, about my friend. relationship, right, of your new walk-in friend. <laughs> yeah, my new walk-in friend. It's interesting because what you just said she talked to me about because what I gathered from her is they remember like they have memories of what the old was they just don't have the connections to those people so it's like they know of instances she refers to her mother as the woman who gave birth to her right and she loves her like she has grown to love her it's such a facet Um, so those things I'm like whoa and and it starts from a root of I know this is a significant person but that's different than feeling. Totally. Wow. It's more intellectual than it's, it is it's emotional. Like, I have a knowing. Yeah, I have a knowing. Mm-hmm. And they also look at the world a little bit like a candy store. Because like the things that they <laughs> really haven't experienced, I mean, honestly, one of them is sex. It's like I have heard that they are just sex maniacs because it's something they didn't experience in their other, other world I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's so fascinating. So fascinating. So back, I mean, we're still talking about aliens because my friend who's a walk-in was an alien, but we just wanted to introduce the idea and the concept of walk-ins to you guys just so we give you a complete picture of kind of the space. And speaking of space, spaceships, because that's how we really started. (laughs) Nice segue. (laughs) Thank you. That was good, right? Um, so, So we started actually talking about I guess we're going to call it revision one of this episode (laughs) with the videos that were dropped earlier this week by the Pentagon. So spaceships are something that, boy, they are so supercharged when people want to talk about it. And so I've got two quick stories. Suzanne and I went to dinner at a very prominent producer's house in Los Angeles, very much on our life. And I even talk about this in my book. So those that have read it, you can go grab a cup of coffee. But it was fascinating because my friend who was hosting said, oh, she tinks on her glass. Oh, everybody. Uh, Julie's writing a book. She's getting a, her book is being published. She's like, Why don't you tell everybody about your book? Which, P.S., that's just odd. Um, <laughs> and it was also a sit down dinner with like cloth napkins, which I, I mean, I've maybe used twice in my life. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know, is this for my head? Like, I don't know what to do. So, because we pass around buckets of chicken in my house, <laughs> not fancy silverware and cloth napkins. So I start to tell the story of my book and with the ghosts and whatever. And I, and I learned very quickly that you bring up the topic of aliens and it scares people. They're like, uh, cause when I say, oh, I, and so I end my conversation. They'll talk about ghosts. They'll talk about ghosts all day, especially yeah, they'll talk about their women. sex life before they talk about they aliens. Will. <laughs> well, and what's interesting is that most of the people I would talk to it about, about, especially at first were women. So talking about ghosts, like they're way into, in fact, I just met a new neighbor in, here in my little cute neighborhood in Fayetteville, Arkansas, just yesterday. And she was asking me about myself. I tell her, I wrote a book and doing a podcast, I tell her what it is. Her lie, she lit up like a Christmas tree. She can't wait to read my book. She can't wait to listen to our show because it's that's women love our stuff. We love our mm-hmm. guys because we know we have you too. But anyway, so I'm telling this group of women the story. I, at the very end, I drop and I have a picture of a gray alien. 
and the table goes silent. And this friend of hers kind of rocks back and forth, and she's hammered, by the way. <laughs> and and she's like, starts, you know, talking, saying, well, you know, I have, I want to share something with you guys. And so she just does that hem hawing around. And I'm thinking, land the plane, lady. And then so she proceeds to say, I saw a spaceship. When, and she gives us the age, where she was, the friends that she was with, all the stuff. And she goes, I've never talked about this outside of that group. She was set free because she was afraid of being judged. Same thing yeah. happened with Cubby. Um, you know, my best, everybody should know that Cubby's my best friend. Um, so my best friend Cubby, her mom, same thing happened. I'm telling her the story of that story I just told. And she sits there in Cubby's living room and she goes, well, when I was young, I saw a spaceship and I told my mother and she told me to never speak of it again. And she's yeah. just the first time I've ever said it. And I'm going to tell you, Linda's in her early 70s now. Yeah. So we're talking 50 plus years, 55 years, more, somewhere around there, never spoke of it because of the shame and the fear. Well, and remember when her Judgment. mom said that, she was just taking care of her. Of course she She's was. Like, right? She's like, oh, got to shut that down. I got to protect my child. They're going to beat the shit out of her at school. Right. <laughs> right. They're going to pull this, her ponytail. <laughs> at least, yes. Right? No, seriously. So... It's you terrifying. Know, and, and, you know, we don't have positive experiences with aliens, whether they're coming across the border or they're beaming across our skies. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, you know, I went to this event in Los Angeles. It's called UPARS, U-P-A-R-S. And it's this group. And Patricia took me to it. <laughs> I'm so glad we have this podcast so I can hear your stories. <laughs> so we can like, catch what up. What are you talking about? This is just Brenda and Julie catching up. Um, but <laughs> the catch-up show. The alien catch-up show. It would be green catch-up then. So, so, <laughs> so, so Patricia took me to this UPARS event and really brilliant, like scary brilliant people were, were speaking at this event. And what the main speaker was talking about being afraid of aliens and how our government wants us to be afraid. Because, you know, not too long ago, there were people that wanted to kind of rampage Area 51 or 52. Mm -hmm. I get confused from the bar in New York and the alien site in New Mexico. 51, 52, Area 51, right? Area 51, Studio 52. <laughs> I think it's 54, it 54. 54. See, I get my 50s mixed up. It's <laughs> what happens when you're in your 50s. It's what happens in your 50s. You forget everything which begins with a five. So we went to this. So he's talking about government wanting us to be afraid of aliens. He goes, what if actually they could help us? Like this two-hour conversation was so much about that. It was really fascinating. I didn't know. I didn't tell you about. It. I went to an alien you convention. Yeah, I, I joked that I went to an because alien because that was my initial reaction when you told me about the the UFO films that dropped this week. I'm like, maybe they came to help us. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. <laughs> but see, but they want us to be afraid because it's also control. If you're afraid of something, you have to rely on me. Versus if you think that, that something else can help, you don't have to rely on me. It's our issue with power in our world. Okay, that was a political statement. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So have you ever seen a spaceship? Because I haven't, I don't think. Oh, I have. Have you? Again, remember, when you spend a lot of summer nights staring at the sky, eventually oh, you're going to uh, see something that doesn't move like an airplane. Or I don't a, think a they fly star. over Arkansas. I think they're like, you know what, we're going <laughs> to pass you guys by. <laughs> and you are in the flyover states for yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Wisconsin, says <laughs> the alien spaceship pilot. Um, and again, what you would see is just something hover for a while and then 
zoom across half the sky and disappear. Oh, that's so cool. It's funny because, you know, when we, um, again, coming from the movie business, we have so many storytellers that uh, tell so many stories about aliens or possibilities, alien life. I mean, you mentioned Reese's Pieces, right? (laughs) E.T., Steven Spielberg. (laughs) I am convinced that some of these storytellers have either experienced it or had in their dream state. There's no doubt. Experienced something. So we have Steven Spielberg. One of my favorites is actually Ridley Scott, who we used to work with. And I hope that he doesn't turn around and try to sue us. He probably doesn't listen to this. But we were in a meeting with Ridley, and and I called you after. I call you with all my important things. I can't believe you still speak to me. So... (laughs) So we had this meeting, and it was not about an alien movie, even though he's a creator of Aliens and Alien vs. Predator and Prometheus, and he does all those films. We're in this meeting, and I remember calling you saying, Brenda, I swear upon my mother that there were aliens under the table in this meeting. I felt them. I knew they were there. It's a different vibration, like you said. You know, the Moldavite has that different vibration. It's like, fuck, they're fucking here. It's crazy. But so we have, like, you know, X-Files. That was one of the most successful television series, and it was the whole idea is, do you believe, are they out there, right? That kind of like pushes us into even more fascination if we weren't but as fascinated before. And that's before. one reason why I think that series, granted, I've never seen the series, you know me. But of course you haven't. It's not <laughs> E.T. I, from 30 years ago. I, my understanding of the series is that one reason why it was so popular is because just asking that that compelling question over and over and getting closer and wondering and getting closer and wondering, that is the human you know, constancy. Even the headline of the New York Times that you said, don't wait for breakthroughs. Right. Like, so check these out. They're really cool, but it's still not real yet. Yeah, those right? are like all the writers for my favorite magazine, Skeptical Inquirer, yeah. because they just want to say everybody's <laughs> wrong, right? Everything yeah. is all about things you can touch, right? right? And so if you can't touch a spaceship, then it's not real. So you're going to have people who are going to skew something. things. They saw something, right? They saw something. I mean, it, it, and so there is one person that I do want to let all of our listeners know about if that they are fascinated in something like this, that I found the most exceptional author on this space. And her name is Heidi Hollis. And Heidi Hollis has written a number of books. And one of the books that she wrote is called The Secret War, A True Story About a Real Alien War and Shadow People. It's kind of a mouthful for a book title. (laughs) And she writes about her personal experiences like she had gray aliens in her house tossing shit around and she saw them i think she is i i love heidi i don't know i've never met her i think we're friends on facebook let's get her on the show i think we should reach out to holly because she is a fascinating woman so i encourage everybody to read heidi's work if you want to um you can go to heidihollis.com which is h-e-i-d-i-h-o-l-l-i-s.com so you can dig deeper into it and those also that have issues with sleep paralysis she talks about the hat man that's where I actually learned about the Hat Man, was reading her work. That's awesome. Yeah, learning more about it. That's awesome. Sort of wrapping a ribbon around this, when you think about aliens and spaceships and how do they find their way to us and why would they come, they would come because they're as curious about us as we are about them. If they have the technology to come travel to our Earth, plant, you know, our home planet, and our planet is extraordinary. They want to know about it. It sustains life and all the rocks out floating in space. We have an extraordinary home. And so, yeah, they're attracted to it. They're attracted to things that are vibrant. The fact that we have so many species on this planet is 
is amazing. So they're going to be we have a pla- We have platypuses. I mean, who would have invented a platypus? <laughs> I guarantee you a platypus does not exist on other planets. An intergalactic platypus. And their ability to move in and out of dimensions. And how do we know they do that? Because they came from a different dimension. Like they really did. And so that's well, I, how I, we I want to ask you though, Bryn, real quick, because I know we've gone really long on this episode. Um, yeah, then we're, they're going to be hating us. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get in a lot of trouble. Not from our listeners probably, but... Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. But I've, I've wondered wondered if when I have seen different things, like when I, uh, yeah, well, I've seen different things or experienced different things. Is there like a tear that you can go through from one dimension to another? Like, cause some, I've found myself where I've accidentally shown up in something and I'm like, this is weird. And I was out of it pretty quickly. It's not really a tear. What would um, you call it? Because a tear would involve damaging. Oh, right? fair. And so there's openings. Mm. There's, so it's not an error. They're like doors. Yeah. Windows. There's doorways. There's portals. Really, is what it is. It's a portal. Even like the portal I opened in my backyard. Like is, the portal you opened in your backyard. Is that how do you think that alien? See, I, I'm convinced that that gray alien was, he was studying my shit. He's like, you know what? Who's this lesbian that lives on the corner <laughs> over here in Sherman Oaks? I think he came to study Homer, but. You, you think know. he came to study Homer? Homer was awesome. <laughs> he might have. Um, yeah. So there's so much to explore with this. And if you are disappointed in this episode because we're not giving you, you know, that there's not an alien sitting next to us and talking to you for your proof, we just want to make sure that we address this because you guys have asked about it. Obviously, we believe. Um, I think there's very few things we probably don't believe in at this point with all the things that we've collectively experienced that we hope that this is at least of interest and can get you thinking, you know, maybe a little different, a little bigger. Because I know that with my experiences, it got me to think much bigger, like my world quadrupled six tuplet, whatever you want to say. And I think that is a gift in itself is just to be able to think bigger, whether or not you believe or don't believe. Right. I think I couldn't agree more. And remember, even if we move through the world with greater compassion and say, hey, someone really might not feel at home in this neighborhood, in this conversation, or on this planet, like expanding your compassion is a really beautiful thing. Nicely put, my witchy poo. Right? It's true, because yeah. we know Earth school is hard. Without aliens. I mean, without the other <laughs> side. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides, or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash slash iHeart.